Love, love, love Ultra Radio. Love Ultra <laughs> Radio. And then let's see if we can get in touch with Brenda Nicole Moore. So her phone is secure. She is uh, not driving and uh, communicating. <laughs> I'm good. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome back to Love Ultra Radio. Um, uh, the last time we had our truvisation, not a conversation, but a truvisation, we were um, learning about your daughters. How have your daughters been coping with uh, this pandemic? You know, it's been interesting because they're at a, a preteen age so it's kind of like the age where like social dynamics are the most important yeah. um so they've been kind of up and down about you know not being able to see friends i feel like they have they've seen maybe two kids since march so mm. it's pretty crazy um and even if even if we wanted them to see other kids you know other families are not ready and everyone is a, it's a personal choice so some some parents are like, yeah, the kids can hang out and some are not. So they've, you know, all summer camp plans and stuff were canceled. They were super uh. bummed about it. And I think at one point they'd start crying because, oh, it was like the coronavirus was happening. And then all the protests start happening. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, my gosh, this is just so crazy. And then the curfew start happening for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And we were like driving the car to get food or something. And they just started crying. They were just like, no, just the world is so bad. <laughs> they were so sad about it. But they're like up and down. For the most part, they're okay. They're keeping busy at home. So yeah, that's a beautiful feeling. Beautiful feeling. It's a beautiful feeling for those who are parents who have had to adjust, you know, full time, part time. And the question now, as we're moving into the fall, is going to be about homeschooling and virtual learning. So, again, something that some parents were already prepared, like, no, I always wanted this opportunity. And then others was like, no, uh, school board of education, you're going to have to fix this. Um, So where do you where do you land on that uh, virtual homeschooling for even your kids? Well, you know what? My kids were homeschooled until fourth grade. So they've spent, let's see, Eden spent fifth, sixth, seventh. She's been in, in school for three years um, mm-hmm. outside of homeschool. So the idea of switching back to homeschool is not like a horrifying idea to us. And my work schedule being that I work for myself is okay because I'm home anyway. But I do know that for other parents, they depend, you know, on their kids going to school and how challenging that's going to be trying to figure out childcare and who's going to be home with the kids while they're homeschooling and all of mm-hmm. that. But I, I feel really fortunate and blessed that we don't have to worry about it too much. And if they have to stay home, it's OK. Their school is actually given an option mm-hmm. um, to go back or stay home. So we're we're deciding which one. I haven't fully decided. I mean, there's pros and cons to to both of them that's right that's right so not just being an artist but obviously a jazz mom hashtag jazz mom hashtag <laughs> jazz mom <laughs> yeah you have to make certain uh, hard decisions right here love ultra radio we're speaking with brenda nicole Moore, and let's get down to um let's get down to the meat you know what i'm saying let's get down to the to the, the, the bone 
Oh, I'm sorry. The 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 the, the marrow. Okay. Mara. So please explain. <laughs> 2020. What are we to expect from a new album? Um. So marrow is. I started it about two years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that it's coming out right now. Actually, because the intent and the purpose behind it was to encourage people to sit with themselves, mm-hmm. self-analyze, find their own light, find their own purpose in life. Um, and I feel like this is a great time to do that. Everyone's home and have all this time. So I know with some artists, they've been postponing album releases and stuff, mm-hmm. but I feel like for the message that mine is sending that it's necessary and needed. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope welcome. So that's what Mero is about, finding your light, finding your purpose. And um, I felt kind of feel like everything that I do musically is usually in that vein of things. Yes. But I dedicated this whole album to it. So we started calling the thing inside of you that grounds you, that is the core and the source of who you are, Mero. Um, and that kind of came from the idea of bone marrow and how it is the reproduction center mm. of the cells in your body. So we just started calling that thing inside of you spiritually and physically marrow. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, some music playing in the background. Obviously, we're going to have to take a little trip. So please introduce <laughs> Take a Little Trip. Is it, And this is the first thing that we've heard from you off of this project, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's a mini Riverton cover that Stevie Wonder wrote that I just always loved this song. And in writing the album, this song was one of the ones I was listening to a lot of mini Riverton, as I always am. <laughs> but at this particular time, I was listening to a lot of mini. And um, this song just kept coming back up because it was just so in line with what I was trying to manifest for the album and within myself, my own self-discovery, so that I can... Um, properly communicate in words through song um, how to guide other people towards self-discovery and their light. It's a journey. It's a path for all of us. And so take a little trip. I was like, you know what? I just keep, I love this song so much. I might as well just do a cover of it. <laughs> and I've never done a cover. So um, it was fun to do. It really was. And I, it just happened to be perfect and fitting for this time mm-hmm. because no one can physically take a trip. The song is literally about spiritually, mentally taking a trip, looking into yourself, self-analyzing um, where you are. And so it is fitting, I think. So we released it first. And there you have it, folks. Just a few seconds of Take a Little Trip right here with our special guest, Love Ultra Radio. This is now Love Ultra Unlimited. Um, as she mentioned, taking a little trip, we uh, we have to get used to not being able to do the things currently that we used to do for a decade. So let's talk about the the release of an album. You were so ready to get on tour, the tour bus. You had your outfits ready. We were going to do... <laughs> We're going to do all the arenas. But you have also been doing a lot of virtual 
um, performances as of late. And that is still about promoting your music, but you mm-hmm. still want to stay in touch with the fans, right? Yeah, I mean, doing virtual shows is the the best alternative to being there physically. And I feel like it has to keep going because music has to keep going. And I'm so glad that we have enough platforms where you can do virtual performances. But yeah, I had a a whole tour planned for two weeks in August um, up the East Coast starting in Atlanta, but it also included New Orleans and then going up the East Coast to um, New York, ending in New York. But that got canceled. And I think it's probably going to be rescheduled to March of next year. But yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's been an adjustment period, especially for online sales is not the way you can actually make a living with music. It's through mm-hmm. performances. Mm-hmm. So it's been interesting, but um, I am grateful that we can still perform virtually. I like it. I like it. And and, and let's speak again you're, yourself. You're not just, oh, I just sung some some lyrics and some vocals on someone else's beats. Everybody who has contributed to this album right here. I, how did you find 20 Atlanta-based artists? Uh, we really were bumping <laughs> into people and saying, come on now, let's, let's go make an album. Um, so I had my core band already um, that's been with me. Except the bass player was new for this one, but the rest of them have been with me for several years now. Mm-hmm. And um, this going into this project, the whole thing was about, like I said, self-discovery and um, purpose and light. And I just knew that this project didn't need to be just with me. It didn't need to be all songs written by me. It didn't need to be mm. just ideas. It needed to be collaborative. Um, and so I set out from the beginning to make it that way. And so I saw out um, um, artists and I specifically wanted to seek out Atlanta artists because we have so much talent here. And I think it also serves a purpose in just helping to rep Atlanta, especially in modern or new jazz or genre pushing jazz mm-hmm. um and yeah just putting atlanta shining more light on atlanta for being a place for that um because i think most people will think of like new york or um chicago or new orleans or something for where jazz is but we have an amazing jazz scene here and awesome jazz musicians so i wanted to share the love and share the light um and make it collaborative and from the string quartet to the musicians to um, where we recorded it at. The only person that is not from Atlanta involved in the project is the producer who also mixed it, Mm -hmm. um, Troy Miller. And he um, is based in London, but he actually came here to Atlanta um, and did the album here with us. So I'm really proud that we were able to use all Atlanta musicians. So. I like it. I like it. And and let's be clear. We're not going to put his phone number, his email or any of his contact information out there. But tell us a short story. How did you get Troy Miller or how did Troy Miller <laughs> know, right? make himself available? Uh, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I didn't know Troy at all. I know his work. I knew his mm. work of um, the albums that he's done with Lauren Vola, which are some of my favorite albums ever. Mm-hmm. Um, the work he's done with Gregory Porter and Jacob Collier. And so I learned of Troy through his work. And when I started seeking a producer for the album, we had already had several songs written already um, and just kind of like demos on my on my phone or whatever. And um, I was like, well, if I want to go all the way and push it to the max, I, I want to work with the person 
that I want to. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I um, reached out to him on Instagram, actually, and was like, I love your work and you do not know me. <laughs> but um, I would really love it if you can listen to my demos of stuff that we wrote. And um, he took a listen to it and was down to do it. And that's that's how it happened. Instagram. Thank you, Instagram. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Salute to everybody um, who's now listening to the True Versation. They just have to go to all the social media platforms where there's a podcast and look for Love Ultra Radio. So, Brenda, we only have you for a couple of more uh, minutes. Again, we've, we've discussed, obviously, the family and the music. And, and, and obviously, to be more clear that some people want to give more because it's during this pandemic this album is releasing. Well, it wasn't, you know, created during the pandemic. So, so for your fans out there, um, you know, let them know this still was years in, you know, processing, but we decided yourself, the label, you know, everyone involved, we're still putting it out. Yeah. I mean, we, we obviously had this, this, the date that it is has always been the date that it is. I didn't change my date because of the pandemic. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I mean, I think things would have, the release of it would have looked differently obviously and the the tour component would be different but that yeah not being able to tour definitely affects financially as an artist how how well an album can do um mm-hmm. so um i don't know i mean I'm, I'm grateful that we can still put it out period i i would rather i would rather do that than push it to another year because we've already been working on it for two years and mm-hmm. like i said i just feel like it's necessary and needed um what the songs are about and so i decided to keep my date the same but i know a lot of musicians that did move move their dates Mm -hmm. like it Mm -hmm. we like it and just like she said she was very approachable and that's the same way we have something here called support from the soul so support the soul the things that move your soul we ask our listeners to um, go ahead and support it so how can we purchase and or stream uh, this current album. So, um, Meryl's going to be out on August 7th. There's one uh, single out now called Take a Little Trip. But you can go to my website now um, to pre-order and listen to Take a Little Trip. Um, pre-orders are are the best way. I think people can support right now. We are pre-ordering through Bandcamp, but you can also do it through iTunes. But um, Bandcamp is more artist-friendly, more of the um, actual money comes directly to the artists whereas itunes takes a bigger portion so if you'd like to support um pre-ordering through my website brendanicolemore.com um also bandcamp my my page on bandcamp but you can also do it on any streaming platform where there is music itunes um pandora all, all the places you can um get the music so but definitely bandcamp is the best <laughs> source yeah. for for artists. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And that's the education. We were the fans. We were out there. Maybe we weren't paying as much attention, but now we're home and now we're listening. And that's why we took a little trip right here yeah. with Brenda Nicole Moore. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I mean, I'm so glad that you're just interested and want to talk to me. Period. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you.